Welcome to Episode 5. I had the good fortune this week to speak with Kennedy Clark. Kennedy, you'll remember, is the daughter of my good friend and former college roommate, Nikki Sue Larkin, whose husband Cameron passed away when Kennedy was just eight weeks old. As I got to know Kennedy, I was struck by how her experiences have shaped her into an incredibly kind, smart, poised, and delightful young woman. She spoke of the loss of not knowing her father's physical presence in her life, the questions she had regarding the soul's continued existence, and the range of heavy emotions that have bubbled up at different times in her life. Kennedy expressed, It's human nature to want to be the child of somebody that's kind and genuous and genuine. I can understand that. Nearly all the information Kennedy knows about her father is a second-hand conglomerate of photos, stories, and other people's memories. She says that trying to create a single human that your mind and heart can identify from all these stories is interesting because everybody has a slightly different perspective of him. Yet in spite of this, Cameron is not a stranger in Kennedy's life. In her heart, in a spiritual way that transcends space and time, Kennedy feels her dad's love, protection, and influence. Something Kennedy is acutely aware of is that there are loads of miracle stories of dads who just barely survived an accident or were cured of cancer or spent a lifetime giving warm, loving advice to their daughters. I think we're all grateful for these miracle stories, but what of the times when the miracles seem to have been withheld? Where do we see God's hand in that? These are completely normal questions for kids like Kennedy to ask. From the time we are first aware that something about our family is different to when adolescence hits and we are just trying to figure out who we are. I went to the National Alliance for Children's Grief website to try and better understand the process through which children grieve. And what I found mirrors so well the things that Kennedy shared with me. According to the NACG, Grief is a lifelong journey, and children often experience their grief on different levels and at different times throughout their lives. Grief has no time limit. Perhaps this is why we find reminders in the scriptures that God's love and kindness extend particularly to widows and the fatherless. James goes so far as to say that pure and undefiled religion is to visit the fatherless or motherless and widows in their afflictions. Jesus Christ understands the experiences of young children who've lost parents and the reality that there is a Father in heaven who cares deeply for them. We don't know when Jesus' earthly father Joseph passed away. We find no record of Joseph after their visit to the temple during Passover when Jesus was around 12 years old. And we don't know exactly when Jesus became aware that he was the divine Son of God. But we know that those relationships were real and that Jesus loved them both. He ascended up on high as also he descended below all things and that he comprehended all things, that he might be in all and through all things the light of truth. Doctrine and Covenants 88.41 As I thought about my discussion with Kennedy, I was reminded of a song by Stephen Curtis Chapman called fingerprints of God. Imagine these words as a lullaby to her. Never has there been and never again will there be another you, fashioned by God's hand and perfectly planned to be just who you are 
and what he's been creating since the first beat of your heart is a living, breathing, priceless work of art, and you're covered with the fingerprints of God. Each person's unique fingerprints start to form as soon as six weeks after conception in our mother's womb. Of the quadrillion or so possible patterns, specific fingerprints are unique to each person. How I see God's fingerprints on Kennedy is through the way she has managed the challenging experience of growing up without Cameron's physical presence and yet has a soul connection with him. How she has developed a trusting relationship with God in spite of the confusion and questions naturally associated with grief and loss. How she has been blessed in her life with a few lovely men who continue to nurture, protect, and care for her, and how she has developed into a young woman who describes life's beauty and purpose as connection, friendship, and love. I hope you enjoy this episode. Next week, we will hear from some of the women in Nikki Sue's widow group. These women have been a part of Kennedy's life for many years now. They will share how they supported each other while raising their grieving children.